0: you know this uh we will be talking a bit about spiritual warfare tonight uh we got Chris White coming on talking about ancient aliens debunked and some of the uh, agendas going on the ancient aliens agenda uh, you know the alien agenda The demonic forces that have permeated through all these different things, the New Age movement, probably uh, Freemasonry, you know, some other issues like that. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and play a a clip right now, some Jesus quotes, and uh, I'm going to have a quick bathroom break, and we'll be back in about six minutes. So, check it out.
1: I've lost the use of my heart, but I am still alive. kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field a man finds it and in his joy spends everything he has to buy that field it's like a merchant in search of fine pearls he finds one pearl of great value and sells everything to have that pearl you you're all fishermen well the kingdom of heaven is like a net a great net thrown into the sea Suddenly it is filled. It's almost bursting. You have to call to the other boats to come and help. Everybody's working together. Happy. Excited. It's a time for joy. For rejoicing in what God has freely given. But one day... God will ask you to account for the gift he has given. Be prepared. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Rabbi, you say the kingdom of heaven is at hand, but when exactly will it come? When you see the clouds moving from the east, you say the rain is coming. And so it is When the desert wind blows You say it'll be hot And it is All of you can read the signs of the earth and the sky How is it you can't read the signs of the times? The kingdom of heaven is here Now look there's Joseph of Arimathea, one of the leading Pharisees in Jerusalem which of you for all his worrying can add one day to his life one inch to his stature so don't concern yourself so much with the means of life what you shall eat and drink, or with your bodies, and how they should be clothed. Life is more than clothing. Consider the birds of the air. They do not sow, or reap, or gather into barns, but our heavenly Father feeds them. Will he not all the more feed you? Are you not worth more than they? Consider the lilies of the field. They do not spin. They do not weave. But not even Solomon in all his glory was so arrayed as one of these. Now, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow thrown into the fire, will he not all the more clothe you? ...who have so little faith. Therefore do not ask... ...what shall we eat? What shall we drink? How shall we dress ourselves? It is only the faithless who set their hearts on these things. You must first seek the kingdom of God and its righteousness and everything will be added freely unto you. So do not be anxious about tomorrow. Tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Let the day's own trouble be sufficient for the day.
0: Alright, we're back. So, just a couple clips men of some quotes uh from the film Jesus of Nazareth. So, I might play a couple more at the end of the show, but uh I like we're, it, it kind of relates to what we're talking about the the clip before that that said, you know, you can you can uh decipher the signs of the stars and of the sky and, you know, of of, of the world around you, but you can't decipher the signs of the times that in which we live. And uh, I think that is a very important point to to bring up, uh, especially right now. So, uh, like I said, we got Chris White calling in here in a few minutes, and um, we're going to be talking about a lot of these different issues. Chris has done some great films, a uh, uh, David Icke debunked, uh Jordan Maxwell, Michael Tassarian, as well as the new Ancient Aliens debunked film, and uh, really dug heavily into you know some of the. Um, New Age agenda and what's going on there. Uh, you know, with uh, he, he knows quite a, a lot about different subjects. Um, he has a ministry you can check out at um, nowhere to run as uh, the name of his show, and uh, I believe it's nowhere to run dot com and Debunk dot com. And uh, yeah, man, he's got a ton of material. If you are interested, uh, he'll send you a, a DVD full of different videos and audio and, and tons of different stuff. So um, if anybody out there listening tonight is interested, go check out the film Ancient Aliens and go and, uh, you know, contact Chris. Uh, check him out, man. He's you know, looked into a lot of stuff when it comes to, like I said, the, the you know, the agendas of what's going on and uh, helped people with things like sleep paralysis uh, as well as, you know, people who've been abducted by aliens is, is what they think Um You know, different demonic influences, which, uh, you know, Christ has been able to free people from these things, sleep paralysis, uh, you know, people who feel that they've been abducted by aliens. So this, you know, makes a lot of sense to me. you know, with the ancient alien stuff, I kind of buy into, uh, you know, I, I believe a lot of what they talk about, but the difference is when they talk about aliens and that they're benevolent and they're, you know, all, all, you know, our gods, I don't believe that. Um, I I believe that they're demonic. So anyway, we got Chris calling in. I'm going to go ahead and answer this and, uh, check it out. Hello, Chris. Hey, what's up? It's good to be here. Hi, how you doing, my brother?
2: Doing all right. Good, man.
0: good. Good, good. So I was just talking a little bit here before I brought you on and uh, talking a little bit about the film uh, Ancient Aliens and uh, where people can go and check it out and things like that. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess just take a few minutes and maybe, you know, introduce yourself and, uh, you know, what you do and, and kind of how you've, uh, you know, how you've came to where you're at today maybe.
2: Cool, yeah. Um, well, uh, I guess I'm just like... Um... A lot of people out there are certainly, uh, um, that were just looking for the truth. I've kind of always been a, uh, person that, well, um, I wouldn't say I was always like this, but it certainly, uh, as I, as I got older, I was kind of into the alternative news, uh, thing before, um, even before 9-11, I was really into it and I'd gotten into a lot of different things. I actually picked up a David Icke book. Um, pretty early on that got me thinking about a lot of different things so in a lot of ways David Icke woke me up to a lot of the um a lot of the real things in the truth movement that, like things like you know aspartame and fluoride and it mm-hmm. was kind of the basic stuff you know
0: me too I, I i was a big big fan of david icke still a fan of him I, I like a lot of what he says we just come from a little bit different perspective and i i've seen the film you did uh, the david icke debunked film and i think that it's phenomenal and the way that you go about it. And I would I be correct in saying that you're actually probably still a bit of a David Icke fan as well, uh, in the fact that you just think that he may be lost a little bit? Like, when you have people that f- believe that they're being communicated to by, you know, a benevolent spirit, it's, it's really hard for that person to acknowledge that it, that may not be benevolent.
2: Right. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that, and I think uh, I I can't imagine David Icke doing what he does if he, um, if he was a little a little more thoughtful about the entities that that have been contacting him by his own admission of the things that he's said. Yes, but uh, do you, but do. You,
0: you believe his heart's definitely in the right place? You think he's? You think yeah, he's, I do, and I me think that with
2: almost all of these guys. I mean, I think that if you we could examine each one of these guys, you yeah. know, and, and especially the ones that um, claim contact with. Whatever they believe it is. For example, David Icke doesn't really put a name on them. I think he believes that they are uh, ascended Atlanteans yes. or something. He would probably not say it in those terms. But, um, and, you know, Jordan Maxwell believes that they're Pleiadians and, and David Wilcock believes it's, believes it's the Egyptian god Ra. You know, we could, you know, David, uh, we could go on. You know, they, they believe it's different things, but they believe they are, um, benevolent. But I, yeah, I, I think that, Ike is I I, I do uh, Ike uh, a debt of gratitude for waking me up to those things. I, when I first found out about fluoride, that was actually sort of a watershed thing for me because I was uh, really serious about that. And I uh, I was in a band at the time and we we toured pretty pretty regularly. And, and I actually got put on the news because I started this anti-fluoride. Uh, uh, I called it Sumner County, which is where I lived in Tennessee at the time. Sumner County versus fluoride. And, and I and I started this MySpace page, and I sent out all these information packets. Like, I put together, like, all this, you know, peer-reviewed stuff and all kinds of news things and whatever. And I put them in these packets, and I got a guy to print them all up, and I started just sending them out to news agencies and, and DVDs and all this other stuff. I sent out the the um, fluoride alert DVD they had at the time. Anyway... Uh so th- yeah this news agency that had uh, in my town actually it, to this day that the Channel 4 News WSMV was is really a pioneer in that it was reporting on the fluoride uh situation and here in Tennessee we we have been somewhat of pioneers in that I'd like to think I played a small role in that uh but anyway so that was that's the kind of person I I was and I do owe, uh Ike gratitude for that kind of stuff because that stuff is was all true and and so um, that's kind of where I went from there. And I was always, uh, you know, l- like you, too, I also did um, uh, radio, sort of alternative uh, media radio and stuff like that. Um, and just really, like anybody, looking for the truth, trying to expose the truth. I was handing out DVDs about, um, you know, like 9-11 and mm-hmm. Aspartame and stuff like that. You know, it's funny when you go to a grocery store and hand somebody Sweet Misery, the Aspartame documentary, it's really great. And the amount of people that, uh, you know, you learn quickly, they don't, That you know, they think you're trying to do something bad to them yeah. or whatever. <laughs> but I think we've all learned that by now, that even your friends and family, it, 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 it's deeper than them just knowing that aspartame is bad. It's also a decision that they have to make yes. about that kind of
0: stuff. And some so. people are just plain scared of it, don't want to know, you know. And then I've came to the conclusion, too, that, you know, unless people have Christ, sometimes they they, they just can't. They can't. They don't want to. They could have demonic influences or whatever. So going back to where we where you were in this area, you you weren't you weren't Christian at that point. Is that correct?
2: No, I wasn't. Uh, though I would have I would have probably said that I was. I kind of grew up in. Uh, I, I, guess, I guess it's sort of quasi Christian. I think we sort of intellectually. I don't know. We didn't really go to church or anything. But I, I probably would have said I was a Christian. Uh, but. Certainly, after high school and about the, the ten or so years after that, I, I was in, a like I mentioned, a band for, for those ten years, and, and uh, it wasn't the band itself, I can't blame the band, but I certainly was uh, you know just addicted to everything under the sun and, and everything else, and there wasn't so much the, the addictions, it was just my heart, it was just I was in a wrong, bad place for a long time. Well, lost, but I still, eh? was, Like What's the-
0: that? Lost. Yeah, yeah, and that's oh, yeah. what the majority of of people I think suffer from. Most people aren't um, are, aren't you know. Of course, there's there you know we're inherently sinful, but most people uh, go try to be good people, um, but they can You know, it's like they can't. They're lost, and right. it seems it, it, like the more they allow themselves to be opened up to certain things, like you know lifestyles or bars and different things. That you know, it seems that these these negative influences, powers, principalities, whatever you want to call them, just tend to get more and more influence in their life. That that's coming from a personal experience, you know.
2: Oh yeah, and and I think I, I kind of had the the view, which I think a lot of people do that that aren't Christians, and even a whole lot that that say that they are, is that. You know, I just believe Christianity was just a, a list of rules that you followed. I had no idea exactly. that it was an actually a supernatural thing that happens to you that changes your your desire, your outlook. You become, as it says in Second Corinthians 5.21, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old yeah. things pass away, and, and all things it, become new. I had no idea it was a real thing.
0: Me neither, dude, and it blew me away. It, like, I mean, it blew me away when I found <laughs> out that it was. Like, and I'd, I'd been doing <laughs> the conspiracy show for a long time, so it's hard to shock me, but you know as time went on you know there's certain things as you're looking for the truth and researching and i th- i honestly believe in my heart that if someone is truly looking for the truth with an open heart that they will f- come to christ um you know if there's too many signs that point if you're if you're a rational person you know there's too many things that point uh you know and and i think we'll get into that tonight as far as you know the New Age agenda and and the alien agenda and and Freemasonry and and the occult and all these things are like strings almost attached to you know a puppet and and it seems like the devil's at the top using all these things and they all seem to have the same undertones and seem to go to the same places and you've done a ton of research on this stuff and 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 films and things and laid it out in a in such a respectful and, and detailed manner. That you know for people you know i I guess i'll get you to kind of comment on how how your research and, and things kind of brought you to Christ, like kind of what happened for you to to get you to you know where you, where you accepted Christ and then things changed for you
2: sure, you know it's an interesting thing because I mean I think a lot of people are there to an extent they, they, the people especially that have been in this for a, a Long time have seen enough stuff to make them realize that it that it very well might be um, bigger than uh, a bigger of an agenda um, than you know it just doesn't really add up if it's, it's too just complicated about power control or money or all these different things but but I suppose to answer your question I'll start with the the idea of the the alien thing that was a big thing for me particularly is that I believe that I uh, also it right around the same time I found David Icke's books I found Zachariah Sitchin's books, which mm-hmm. uh, essentially promote the the ancient astronaut theory, which is uh, you know, what you see on ancient aliens and everything. Yeah. And and so does David Icke to a lesser degree, but anyway, so I kind of bought that hook line and sinker, but I also at that same time kind of fell for the zeitgeist uh, uh, lie, which is, you know, that Christ um, was a mythical character and that there were many dying rising gods in antiquity.
0: Me as well. I bought
2: man. I bought that pretty heavy yep. uh, before zeitgeist and 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 um so that was that was the two big things that were really had me as i was learning all the other stuff um you know about the standard conspiracy stuff that one learns as they as they find all this stuff out now i i guess i think that one of the first problems that i noticed was uh this guy that i used to drink with was a hindu and i would talk to him about religion and stuff because i always like to talk about you know, the, the whatever, the deep stuff in any way. And he was telling me that, that what I was telling him about what his religion said wasn't true at all, and none of that stuff was true. And I was like, yeah, it is. You know, I heard this David Icke and so on and so forth and told him that it was true. <laughs> and uh, so that kind of was the first sort of thing, and it really got me looking in, uh, online and in other places, although I didn't really look that hard at that. At that time in my life, I, I did start somewhere around there doing a conspiracy uh, show, and and it was it was in the course of doing the show that I think really helped me because it, the first time my research sort of had to have an a, a kind of a accountability to to it. I no longer was just sort of freestyling research, watch a YouTube video mm-hmm. here, read a do some Google searches here and there. All of a sudden, I had I was trying to present what I had seen and and heard or read, and that brought with it a level of accountability because people will email you and say, uh, Hey, that's totally wrong here. Check this out. Or, you know, you just have a general desire to be more accurate if you're doing something publicly. Yeah, And so that really made me kind of look into a lot of other things. At that point, the Sitchin stuff started coming to play where, um, his, his bag is that he's like supposedly this great, or was supposedly this great Sumerian scholar and all this stuff. And, Somewhere around there, I saw uh, Michael Heiser's, Dr. Michael Heiser's website, SitchinIsWrong.com, and that was a big watershed moment for me because uh, that's when I finally had the ammo, I think, that I needed intellectually to sort of say, hey, all these two big, huge things that made me, that sort of fueled my own real, real desire to abandon any anything called religion in my life, uh, certainly the Bible or Christianity. I threw, I gladly threw all that off, uh or you know, when I found all that stuff out. But 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 in a sense, I was glad to to hear that it that those things were in fact wrong. And that's when the movie Zeitgeist came out and probably I wanna say before Zeitgeist. Yeah, before Zeitgeist came out. So this is before that. Uh, to make a long story short, as far as my actual salvation goes, it was somewhere in the midst of that time when I was doing the conspiracy stuff and, and 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 starting to find out, hey, wait a second, you know, Christianity is true. I was doing all this research and find out that there was an agenda that was, you know, kind of a Satanist agenda, and I didn't really know a whole lot about it, but I was starting to put put some pieces together. Mm-hmm. I started to find some like-minded uh, radio people out there, and uh, sort of saw that there was a community of people that that sort of agreed intellectually to the things that was, was figuring out. And then somewhere around there, it was something that, you know, when I actually got saved, it wasn't... And I think this is the thing that we got to realize is that you can learn all this stuff. And I know a lot of people in the so- so-called conspiracy, you know, Christian or whatever you want to call it, world, that, that, that they know all this stuff. They can tell you everything that I'm going to tell you tonight, but they're not Christians. You can know that Jesus is Lord and not actually make him your Lord. Um, yeah. it's not, it's, they're not synonymous things. And so when I actually did that, I, I remember a probable day. I can't tell you the day that I got saved because it seems it seems sort of a, a blur. But I, I do remember, I do remember saying, uh, I was kind of having this internal battle, uh, and I and I basically just said, you know, I'm going to figure out who he is, and I'm going. to – It was all about jesus particularly like i was i was going to go into my room and i was going to pick up the bible and i was going to and i didn't know how to word it in my heart but basically i was saying i was i was going to follow him whatever that was and somewhere around there that's when i noticed hey wait a minute my life is changing and in, in that I, I i'm i'm you know wanting different things and not wanting different things and everything started changing at that point so that's when i really started uh... learning a lot more too, basically learning um you know, all the, the sort of details about all this stuff. Zeitgeist came out subsequently to that, and that's when I had an opportunity to to show everybody else, hey, look, this stuff is wrong, and I really got to do the research and and, um, and show people, that, especially in the conspiracy world, because the, at that time I was, you know, fully, you know, involved in the truth community, the early truth community back then, and, and I was trying to say, because we all fell for it hook, line, and sinker, Yeah. And I was saying, hey, guys, this is all wrong. I mean, look at this. This is like, this is easily debunked and everything. And anyway, it was it kind of made me sort of enemy number one at that time in the conspiracy world because everybody was just loving it, and it really got popularized in in the so-called truth movement. So anyway, I put up the Zeitgeist Challenge, and really from that moment on, it really became, as I was learning everything, I just basically was trying to go back and and show the, uh, the people uh, that I that I came from and still am a part of the truth movement that it was wrong. And that included a lot of the people that affect me negatively, like Sich and David Icke, Michael Tassari and Jordan Maxwell. Uh, all these guys, you know, Greg Braden, et cetera, et cetera, going down the line. They all have very the same M.O., very slick. Yeah unbelievably good lies that are really, really easily disproven. But are, but difficult. Well, I say easily disproven. That's the problem. Is that they're actually kind of difficult to, to disprove. But when you see how wrong they are, you're like, wow, that's a bold-faced lie. And so there's a lot of stuff like that that I guess I just felt a burden to to say. Well, to, it's even to...
0: harder. If they, if they actually believe it and they're deceived, that makes it even harder to, to tell if they're lying because they're telling you what they believe to be as uh, the truth. And there's a right. lot well, of truth in what they say. So therefore, sometimes people go, okay, well, everything they're telling me is the truth. And, and, and you know, when the people themselves are deceived and believing that they're telling you the truth, that makes it even harder to to get to the truth.
2: Well, you know, what I found early on is that like, okay, so Jordan Maxwell or whoever, let's say, all those guys I mentioned, Jordan Maxwell doesn't talk so much about fluoride and stuff like that, or 9-11, but, but a lot of the, the, the ones that will, they'll, they'll talk about all that stuff, and they have a, the exact same story. They'll tell you who's behind, you know, all those issues. The 9-11 story doesn't vary much between hardly anybody. I mean, some, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And and the the they'll tell you all that stuff, and they're all completely agreed. But then when it comes to Jesus or the Bible... All of those guys will have a 180-degree different version. Oh, he didn't really exist. Oh, he did exist. He was just a good magician. Oh, he didn't... Uh, he did exist, but he really was a, whatever, he was in in India and all these different things. Everybody's got a completely, completely contradictory version yeah. of him, of guys that...
0: Well, a lot that, of people that, think he's just an idea and things, too, and, and like, I've had issues since I became Christian where I have atheist friends and things like that, and, and they don't even want to hear it. Like, And I'm like, Richard Dawkins won't even say that Jesus Christ didn't exist historically. Well, prove that to me. Okay, here. <laughs> like, you know which,
2: you know that thing is that is that what what i what I guess I was saying is that yes they have their their facts are so well done about all this other stuff, but when it comes to the Bible or Christianity, it's these like ridiculously bad lie. Yeah. And that, it's like everything, it's like really, really true stuff that we need in our rebuilding of our paradigm. All of us took the red pill, all yeah. of us went down the rabbit hole, and we need to rebuild our our, our paradigm. And so everybody's out there looking for, for information to rebuild their houses, you know, their, their mental construction of what the world looks like. And when all the while they're doing that, they're, they're rebuilding it with bad material in terms of Christianity and the Bible. Material... That is unnecessarily bad, and that's basically the thing: is that if 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 they're so smart, and I understand it now, it's not it's not that they're they're intentionally deceiving. It's it's this is an issue that all of us have, and anybody that's listening has too. Anytime you are confronted with an out to about the Bible or particularly Jesus, or, or you you will take it. Yeah. Because because it basically there's a an, an issue there that's a heart level it's accountability issue if if that's yeah. right if it's true then there's accountability then you have to answer before a holy God ultimately what? and if it's so we kind of would prefer yes. it not to be and that's what we're all battling well and
0: people Bible take issue. and look for things to reinforce their own beliefs and if they don't want to if they don't want to be accountable they'll listen. Then that's why I think they don't work so well because all these other truths are are true where they're not even gonna go and research if jesus that, that stuff because they've already decided somewhere deep down that they don't want it to be true anyway, you know yeah. um,
2: and that, and that's what I was running into early on, and that was surprised me that's why I came up with the zeitgeist challenge. I said, "Look, nobody listen to me. I'll give you a thousand dollars if you can just prove that these claims of zeitgeist yeah. are true. It would be very easy to do. just go back and show me where it says." That Krishna was born of a virgin and was crucified. rose, yeah. Just show me. It's in the, you know, it's got to be in the, in the, in the, you know, Bhagavad Gita or whatever somewhere, right? So just show me. And then, and so I was trying to say, look, this is easily proven bad stuff, and we're just buying it because it's convenient and we we want it. And and that's really true across the board with, um, with the Bible and Christianity in general. And so that's what I guess I did with most of my, the rest of my time is really start dealing with a lot of the criticisms. And so the last five or so years, six years, I don't know how long it's been, people have just been emailing me a ton of of negative questions about the Bible. Oh, well, you don't know this thing or that thing or the Dead Sea Scrolls or the, you know, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And and so over the years I've basically been like, okay, you know, that's a good claim. If that's true, then that's true. You know, we don't need to believe Christianity if it's not true. That's that's just that's not logical. Yes. So I've been taking these things and been researching them uh, over the years, and and it's just been a a great and uh, wild ride of apologetics because at the end of the day it's the Bible just stands like like uh, this great quote says you know the Bible is like a, um, a, a lion and it doesn't need me to defend it just let it out of its cage and it will defend itself yes and it really does its own its own work
0: well the strange thing is too you know like I find I, since I became Christian I've had people go what do you mean man like you're you're a truther like kind of thing like like that they're opposites or something do you know what i mean and like and i have friends who they know that something's different do you know what i mean they they know because they see me and they know, they know so they're kind of like hmm what's with this but then yep. they still have that wall built up, and 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 I I respect people's beliefs, man. I'm not here to push my beliefs on anybody. Of course, I want people to know about this, and know, I want for them what I, what happened to me, of course. But you know, I like I said to my friend the other day on the phone, you know, and she's uh, my, my my best friend's wife. She's n- real hippie girl, awesome, really cool, but just not into the you know, Christian stuff. She thinks it's all like exactly how I used to think, you know, a couple of years ago. And I like, said to her, it's it's like this. I don't like sushi. I've never had sushi. I've never tried it, but I don't like it because I because I, I just know I don't like it. But my friend who has had sushi and tried it and likes it, he can tell me all day about how good it is and it could be good. But unless I unless I try it, I can never truly experience it. You know, So I try to put it to them like that because that, that paralleled for me because I, I refuse to try sushi. Do you know what I mean? I just refuse to. And I have friends who tell me that it's good. And I know that I may try it and I may like it. But somewhere deep down, I'm too stubborn to because I just know that I don't like it. And I don't really need to try it because there's tons of other foods that I do like. So for some people, it's like that. They're like, oh, I know it's not real. Well, man, have you tried it yet? You know and and if you haven't what what really do you have to lose especially if you're depressed or you know you're suffering from an addiction or or maybe you've you know sleep paralysis and and other things that I know that you've uh, helped people with and, and you know people calling on the name of Jesus who've had alien abduction and sleep paralysis and these things free people so you know for you when you get those emails for you or I we can try to express all we want to to people or non-believers because we know that it's real we we feel it and we've seen what the changes have happened in our lives you know um but we can't that's all we can do it, we know and we can try but at the end of the day you know um it's really it's it's really up to them if they if they you know humble themselves and get to the point where they want to receive a free gift. And nowadays, people, as soon as you hear free gift, their, their, their backs go up. And it's so simple that people can't comprehend it nowadays. It's like, oh, it's too good to be true. What do you mean? All I have to do is, is ask Jesus to come into my life? and, and da, da, da. Yeah, it is that simple. And and people just can't, you know, because it's so silly. And and like it says in the Bible, you know, the ways of, of, of God are, are foolishness to the world and uh and that's why i think it's so hard you know for for some people to to get it and i've got to the point now where people who don't have faith or don't have christ i don't even expect you know certain things from them you know i know that they can't really do it you know because i couldn't do it before without the power of christ and it's not me really that's got me to where I'm at right now. You know, I got people that say, hey, man, you got to give yourself more credit. Well, actually, no, I got to give credit where credits due, you know, and there's certain things I tried and tried and tried to do, but I could never, ever do until I had the power, um, you know, of, of being saved, the power that's beyond what, you know, what I can do on my own. And that took me actually humbling myself and saying, you know what, Lord, if you're there, please take the wheel. You know, let me sit in the passenger side and, and look around and enjoy the, you know, the the scenery, so to speak, in life. And it's been since I, I did that and I allowed, uh, you know, the Lord to take the wheel that life gets better. It's only when you find yourself back in the driver's seat and you're like, oh, man, you know, please, Lord, take the wheel again. <laughs> you know what I mean? So because um, we catch yeah. ourselves trying to, to drive ourselves again and, and, and control our lives again and. And. You know, it's and especially in the culture that we live in, where it's you know we are gods. You know, yeah, it's all about what you want and and do your own thing, which is you know really yeah, funny, as you know, with uh, "Do what thou wilt" will be the whole of the law. So yeah, yeah, that's fundamentally the the entire thing. I mean,
2: it, it's um it's a continued rebellion against God. I mean, that's just that's the only thing that you need to know about the the difference between saved and unsaved. Yeah. Those that are currently in rebellion whether it's manifesting in a great degree or small degree and those that aren't and that's what that's what the bible says salvation is it's repentance towards god and faith towards jesus christ repentance means change your mind metanoia so you change your mind about god romans one says everybody's either in rebellion against god or not and you say hey i'm not going to rebel anymore you are god i'm not you're the king i'm not and that's that's the sort of really heart level thing that's happening there but you know the good thing about this whole situation too is as we talk about the truth and the truth movement and stuff like that is that as i as i uh, hope people would get is that it's it's a that the good thing about this is that it is true that yeah. you can poke at it you can put it through the fire you can have you can have the the most intelligent and and, and hateful uh atheist or whomever else uh ch- charging you with questions and as long as you are a good researcher it will always prove true because it is true that's a symptom of if something is true is that it continually holds up
0: exactly. to
2: scrutiny and so um i would challenge people like that but the thing about research is in this area is it's the same thing with virtually anything if we could take something that's not as loaded like uh, something like you know vaccines or some kind of food poison gmo you know stuff or whatever we could take something like that, and you you could say absolutely that you could go find peer-reviewed scientific journals, Journal Nature or whatever, right now, that, that says that GMO food is just perfectly healthy for you and everything. Yeah. We could find a ton of, of research out there, and the mainstream media would report on it, and that's the reason why the skeptics and everybody can have a field day with the so-called conspiracy. We, we should know better than anybody that it, it, you can listen to one side of the story and be completely convinced as long as you're not listening to the other side of the story.
0: Well, yeah, so, that goes back to like what I said. People go and on hunt out things to reinforce their own beliefs, and it takes a true, it takes a, a real special person to be confronted with something that will co- fundamentally change their their worldview, and 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 accept it. Some people just refuse to accept it, even though deep down they know that you know that what they've learned is true. They they can't acknowledge it because then that means that they have to admit that they're wrong and then they have to fundamentally change their worldview. And some people are so stuck in their ways that they just refuse to do that.
2: Yeah, I mean, and this and this issue though is is one that yeah, and like you said, it's it's such a it's a bigger issue than just finding facts. Yeah. And and but that's that's the, where it starts. I think a lot of times for for somebody that has a lot of barriers or something that they would say, well. I know it's not true because I know the Bible's been changed so many times, or whatever they want whatever their I call them rubber stamps are yeah. the things that they they sort of rubber stamp on what, on, on the idea of, of the Bible or Christianity in order to not have to deal with it. And if they take those things that are on the tip of their tongue and they and they say, okay, I'm going to go find the experts on the other side, the side that I don't want to be true, that is that it is true, yes. that the Bible is what it claims to be, and then you know if I go find the best scholarly you know. Christian apologists or cross-reference that with apologetics and just hear what they have to say and see if it's a logical explanation for these supposed problems that uh, you've had on the tip of your tongue every time somebody brings it up. That's the impossible thing for anybody to do. That's the challenging exactly. thing that nobody will do. Well, Why and it's would funny because
0: that? a lot of truthers will qu- quote someone like Bill Cooper who said, read everything, listen to everyone. And, and that's what people truly have to do. You know, um, and that's really, uh, you know, We'll get into how, I, maybe I'll, I'll share a little bit about how I got saved, but that boils down to it, is really opening up my mind to other trains of thought and, 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 and seeing the parallels of certain truths that permeate through many different things that bring you to certain conclusions that, you know, uh, Sold Their Soul for Rock and Roll was a huge one for me. You know, uh, sitting watching this, this film that is hours and hours long about, you know, I'm a I Jim Morrison fanatic. Loved Jim Morrison my whole life. You know, it was like, you know, what you'd call my rock and roll idol. A lot of these bands were. And, and you know, I couldn't argue with the truth of it. And and part of me physically was like, uh, like, I want to turn this off. But I knew like, hey, I can't. Like, I have to sit through this. And it was, you know, be, and I couldn't deny it. It was truth. It, it, these things were too true. And... It kind of freaked me out. And then as time went on, I I kind of listened to some of your stuff and other Christian stuff on takes on, on the New World Order and different things in the occult that are happening. And it's kind of like, whoa, you know, like you said, the alien thing, that was huge for me. Once I recognized that these are not extraterrestrial, they're actually extra dimensional and they're demonic. That blew me away to the point I almost shut down. Like I was, because I knew there was a satanic agenda going on and Bohemian Grove and these things. And I'm going, okay, you know, whether I know God and the devil are real or not, these people think that it are, there is. And then I recognize, okay, there's something to this you know, then I recognize, okay, magic and this stuff, it's real. And I always kind of knew because I was always kind of scared of it. I never messed around with the Ouija or or any stuff like that. You know, uh, even in my life, I knew there was times that I, you could probably sell your soul if you wanted to, you know what I mean? And that I, I kind of, part of me kind of believed that, but I didn't want to because like you said earlier once I knew that the devil was real and this stuff was real therefore God was real therefore I'm not right with God therefore whoa kind of thing you know like it was scary and it took me it was about a 3 year journey of of you know God kind of slapping me upside the face so to speak saying hey I'm here you know I I'm 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 reaching out I want a relationship with you, or I have a plan for you, or, you know, whatever it may be, that I just wouldn't see it, I wouldn't recognize it, I wouldn't, because it was like, like you said, res- responsibility comes with that, you know? And and it, it, it was kind of like, you know, wow. Like, as these things that I wanted to, you know, say okay, and just shut the film off, which a lot of people will do that, um, I, I just... I I couldn't because I truly did want the truth. And I thought, I will listen to everyone. No one man has the truth. The only one man who ever walked this earth who had the truth was Jesus Christ. And uh, that's why if you really want the truth, other than, you know, uh, coming to Christ, which will help guide you in the truth, I believe, you need to listen to everyone because each man will have a little piece of that puzzle. You know, no one man will have that whole puzzle. Uh, but, as you start to put these pieces together that come from many different points of view, a picture emerges that is uh really hard to deny so what i 'm going to do is I'm gonna, i 'm going I need to take a quick bathroom break but i 'm going to get you i 'm going to set you up to kind of talk about the ancient aliens film, some of like what you see as the agenda and and some of the parallels that that you 've came to recognize you know within the the new age uh, you know, with within the occult, within the popularization of, of the mysteries, even like as we know within the truth community, and as as you know with ancient aliens and many many other things uh, with society at large. You know, so you know if you wanted to talk a bit about those, you know, some of those issues, I'm gonna just take a quick break and then I'll come back and I'll let okay. you kind of uh, you know go go on some of those topics.
2: Sure. Great. Yeah, well, the uh Ancient Aliens Debunked uh, film I uh, just released uh, about a little over a month ago, and it's been a project I've been working on for about a year or so, and a lot of research went into it. The particular reason that I wanted to do Ancient Aliens Debunked was, as I mentioned, that I had uh, believed the ancient astronaut theory early on, but also because the It hadn't been done yet. It's a three-hour film. It's dealing with most of the major claims. I'll go ahead and read through some of the claims, or all of the claims that it deals with in the film. Uh, The site Pumapunku, first I'll read megalithic sites. There's three three sections of the film. Megalithic sites, Pumapunku, the pyramids, Bailback, Incan sites, Easter Island. Also several artifacts like uh, Pakal's rocket, that is the sarcophagus lid, uh, of the Mayan King Pakal. The Nazca lines, these uh, little golden figurines that uh, are t- termed fighter jets, Tolima fighter jets, the so-called Egyptian light bulb, UFOs and ancient art, and the crystal skulls, a few other issues like Ezekiel's wheel, the idea that there were ancient nuclear weapons, the so-called vimanas of the Hindu text, Anunnaki, Nephilim, and some other issues. So. Basically, those are the issues, and most of those things are pretty cut and dry. They're they're a matter of uh, research, and I tried to be very thorough in linking um, footnotes to to peer reviewed papers and other things that might help people to determine this stuff is true. So There's 252 footnotes associated with the film about these issues. It's pretty. It's a lot of. Um, it's not. It, I tried actually in this film not to get too much into the implications of it all, like or, or try to try to talk to. Uh, grandiose about it, uh, in terms of a macro idea of what, what ancient aliens is doing to culture or people at large. But the film is just sort of something for people to use for that. Now I do have quite a bit of theories about the ancient aliens and what it is doing to culture at large and and how it's being used by the elite and other, and other, uh, evil forces. so, we could talk about that certainly.
0: Well, yeah, I think that that'd be great because, you know, I wanted to, and I, maybe this will lead into it a bit. What do you think about, um, you know, the book of Enoch? Uh, you know, I know that some Christians are, you know, it's not in the Bible, therefore I, you know, I don't want to have nothing to do with it. And me personally, you know, although I don't consider it to be part of the Bible, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, that was the Book of Enoch not found uh, in the caves of Qumran in 1948?
2: Uh, I believe it was, so um, there, but I, cert- I, I can't say for certain on that. I do know that it was uh, it was considered uh, a very important book early on by by both the Hebrews and uh, the early some early Christians. But well, the but I it doesn't that
0: re- if if it wasn't found until. 1948, of course it couldn't be in the Bible, <laughs> number one and number two, right. I think that the fact that it was found in 1948 at a time that, you know, really that is a huge piece of the puzzle as far as I'm concerned uh, as to waken people up to really kind of what's going on um, as, you know, the yeah, bigger agenda is concerned that, um, and yeah, what are your your thoughts on that as far as, it seems that there's this agenda going on that is, um, you know, gl- like, like I've said to, to people before, and this what I think is so scary about the ancient aliens thing, is so much of it makes sense because I believe a lot of what they say is true in the sense that they look at it like these are God's where I look at it like they're fallen angels, (laughs) you know, and that that's where the mysteries came from. That's where, you know, uh, making weapons came from. And these things that were taught to man long, long, long time ago, um, that, that it's popularizing the mystery. So when the, you know, when the Antichrist comes in whatever form he comes in, because it looks like Satan's trying to cover all his bases, <laughs> you know, whether it's aliens or new age or what, he, it seems like right. he's trying to cover every base. And it's kind of funny because it seems like there's not really much originality either when you look within these things. It's kind of like you see that common thread. But um, people are primed for it, you know, whether it, uh, you know, people are, are completely primed for it, and that's what's so scary about the ancient aliens uh, stuff. i fully bought into that stuff before, and uh, I still, like I said, believe a lot of it. I just have a different look at it. I look at it as, you know, these are fallen demonic forces that, uh, you know, yeah, they, they brought us technologies and, and things of that nature. I believe that maybe they still are. You know, some people uh, say that there's, you know, a lot of uh, of circumstantial evidence that uh the governments or american government is working you know with what they would call extraterrestrials well that isn't out of this world to me the difference is i see it as demonic you know and i i think that uh you uh make such a good point uh for that argument in many different ways for people that may not um have faith. Do you know what I mean? Where they, they're more like research orientated and these, these truths and the, 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 these proofs, um, will kind of speak for themselves like you said, right?
2: Yeah, I think so. And I think, you know, that, that certainly a very, very possible scenario. Um, and it, it's, it's at least an extremely convenient one, um, that, that seems to be like a, you know, a really, Potential thing that is to say that there would be a um, some sort of fake or false alien, not necessarily invasion, but but sort of a revealing of some sort, and kind of the whole new age idea or whatever gets validated. A, they came here to genetically modify us, and all the different things that would come as a result of that would be very beneficial for uh, you know a, a world government. Uh, you know, and a, a great a whole lot of things could happen that would advance the agenda there. And we see, of course, as you mentioned, the Book of Enoch. And I do think that the first part of the book of Enoch, or Enoch 1, is uh, more or less genuine. I don't think it's canon, but I think it's, uh, it gives us more details. Uh, yes, than, it helps that
0: prove the Bible to me, you know.
2: Sure, and it doesn't deviate from what the Bible's meant, which you can already get from the Bible in yes. Genesis six and Jude and Peter and so on and so forth. That we can validate its message that these angels. We, for, for example, we know that the angels came here, they had sex with human women and had offspring and all that stuff. But it like, for example, in the Book of Enoch, it tells us their names and it tells us, yes. you know, the specific things they taught mankind and those kinds of details we get in Enoch and. We get some sort of idea that that part of Enoch was genuine because we do have quotes uh by in the New Testament of that, but well I would even say you that
0: get things like uh the occult and, and Enochian magic and some of the things that have been done um you know people have used the Book of Enoch it seems for nefarious purposes and tapped into certain things i believe um that you know has has really. Proven it also to the other side. Do you know what I mean? Like
2: right. Well, you know, in terms of getting magic and and stuff like that, I think that occult, the occult world can always likes to sort of couch everything in super uh, sort of awesomes, you know, epic circumstances or whatever. Mm-hmm. When and I think that the occult world, especially the, the, those that are doing the rituals and things that are summoning, like like you know John Dee or whatever. With, with summoning all these entities, in anybody that's in the occult right now, a big part of the thing that keeps them into, into the occult is the belief that they have like this most ancient secret book that you have to read it backwards in yeah. Latin and then you'll do it right and stand in the right place and have the right candles lit and do all this sort of ceremonial stuff that makes them think that they're doing awesome stuff or whatever. That's actually a big part of what makes the occult work is the sort of yeah. belief that they are so darn awesome for doing it and they're reading, you know, this epic stuff. But in reality, you know, the, the Enochian magic has, is, is, could be something that could be basically done by anybody that's willing to ask for a, a demon to, to come into their body. Well, I mean, yeah,
0: just like you or I gave our life to Christ, I believe that when you give your life, you know, like uh, someone like Michael Aquino, who, who I, he gets power from, you know, he, he has a personal relationship Um, with Satan like I have a personal relationship with Christ and draws power from that like I draw power from Christ it's it's like a counterfeit really right
2: sure yeah it's it's important to realize the the sort of mechanics of it and you know talking with the cult uh, cult people to to note them to know that uh, that first of all they're dealing with demonic forces that have a very you know if this was Matlock and we're trying to prove motive for why they're trying to get us to do these rituals and to open up uh, it would be very clear their motives yeah. Um we and we don't have to go to the Bible for our demonology we can go uh, to the oldest records of all time I mean everybody talks about demons they are summoned in similar ways they are you know, from the Sumerians onward we're, we're dealing with deceptive yeah. evil beings that desperately are seeking people's bodies to possess, and in order to get you to to get into your body, you have to open up y- your life and your free will by giving it to them. I think that's actually probably where the vampire lore came from—that you have to invite a vampire in. Yeah. It's probably that you that, that this is a similar sort of mechanism that that is probably a protection mechanism that we have that that Satan essentially or these demons need need to trick us into giving away our free will, and that could be done by small things like. The Ouija board, or what have you. You know, you sit down and you are basically saying in your heart, "I want to talk to a spirit. Please, yeah. spirit, come and show up and talk to me." That's what they need. They need your will, and, and so well, just like we need
0: to to do that in a sense to have Christ. You know, our free will is always there. You know, yes. And,
2: the, the distinct difference is that that in Christianity, God doesn't want to. He wants you to go in eyes wide open. Yes, exactly. But Satan is quite okay with you thinking you're talking to a Pleiadian, or, or maybe nothing at all. You know, he, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't care. He just needs the will. He needs you to say yes, please, and please come and talk to me. That's sure, we'll I just, think just, just, people don't
0: get how easy it is to be deceived, too. You know, when when they think they're communicating with something that has tapped into you know like i said their grandmother or their lot their their dead father or or some of these things where no one would know some of these things you know but me and my father or whatever they don't think to to or know that you know these forces are thousands of years old and can tap into many different things they, they they're you know their principalities they're there they they could have been there when you were having that conversation you know Oh
2: definitely that's a old old trick that they use but i think one yes. one when run really understands their their genius cuz they're brilliant i mean they're, they're thousands of years old and they're part of their their de- genius is in in use of course in deception their primary weapon but they understand us so well yes. they know that if they can give us Uh, a pride in in a situation, we will do anything. They were so susceptible to our own pride, and they're they're really smart. I get to deal with this a lot because of the nature of some of the stuff that I do. and I've also recently completed a survey of over about 1,300 or so cases of um, sleep paralysis. These are people that are having direct contact with these entities. In many cases, they're uh, speaking to them, telling them things, very interesting things. These are pretty... These are like I'd say about ten or fifteen percent of the people are getting, you know, raped by these things. It's mm-hmm. a very serious situation. People that want out of this really badly. Hell,
0: down Basically, where they what, can't move. All, very, very scary that, stuff.
2: Yeah, but all of this I would say is interesting because in dealing and talking with these people, what I find out is that they are brilliant, and there's no end to the schemes that they have that they have come up with to get the person to go further in, mm-hmm. further into the things that are beneficial to them. In Mark chapter 5, we see a guy uh, at the tombs that, that when Jesus asked him the name of the demon, the demon said, we are a legion, for we are many. This is a guy who had, whatever he had done, had opened up his life so much that they just dogpiled in there. And when, and when, when Jesus was going to cast them out, they begged him not to go into what what he says in another place that where they have to go otherwise is a place called dry places we don't really know what that means it could mean the abyss but we don't know but but they beg Jesus not to go to this place called the abyss in mark 5 but rather to go into these pigs yeah. it shows us a little bit of the demonology that they are very very not keen to go wherever else they were they're they're quite okay to be in this other guy but my my point in is in their genius is that uh, like you mentioned that they'll do the stuff like at the séances the person thinks they're talking to their grandmother and they know where the wheel is or whatever that person is sold but they but they do it in a in a number of different ways one notable one is um is well I guess where to start uh, with this is I think theistic satanists these are people that know that they are worshipping satan or and, and worship and know that their power doesn't come from their being telekinetic you know netic or whatever but rather because they have summoned demons. A part of theistic Satanism is that you get in a pentagram and you ask for demons to possess you. Their belief is that certain demons have certain powers, and that if they acquire the certain ones or whatever, that they'll get in certain types of powers. And generally, it's these people, the theistic Satanists, that uh, are that are as eyes wide open as you can almost get in this in this idea. That is, that they they are acquiring demons. They know that the power is coming from demons. That actually manifest the most power, and they are the ones that you can see on YouTube doing the the stuff that is. Uh, amazing, and it doesn't have a lot of good explanations for, like telekinesis stuff or whatever. You can just tell by the uh, the, the stuff on their on their YouTube page or their, or their jewelry or whatever what, what's going on. But those people, and and uh, you know, we've talked to a lot of different people that are heavy into the occult and stuff like that. They they look at people like in Wicca or the New Age as just silly yeah. because they know that they're getting tricked by the by the demons to open up their lives little by little with doing this ritual or doing this particular type of meditation or or thinking that you know it's a good thing to ask for a kundalini snake to come into your body and do all this stuff that's not a good thing by the way but 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 they're getting tricked to think that these things are good oh yes please come into my body kundalini spirit that's not a good thing to do yoga
0: it's it's being promoted as like a healthy thing like you know, if you care about your body and care about your health, well, you know, yoga is for you kind of thing. Well, yeah, and you
2: know what's killing me is that, that they've really stepped it up with the, the kids' books, too. And I'm not one to be like, oh, those kids today or whatever in the books, but 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 really since the vampire thing, yeah, um, like the the books after that have gotten so overt. Uh, Stephanie Meyer's latest uh, book that I think they've turned into a movie called The Host is this woman who, you know, is possessed by a demon and they have a love affair. It's a good thing, you know. It's like, hey, I, I want a demon too. Yeah. And, and the kids, especially with the vampirism, if you type in how to become a vampire, and, of course, all the boys want to learn how to be a vampire since all the girls are wanting to date vampires, then it just says point blank, oh, yeah, you can be a vampire. The easy way to do is to get a demon. What you need to do is go ask for a demon. Yeah. And there isn't any circumstance or whatever. The, the, the thing is, is that we're all becoming so uh susceptible to to that, and that's why I think more and more people are are seeing the effects of it, things like sleep paralysis and stuff like that uh part of the survey that we just got done with I think If it, if it could ever be published in a medical journal, it would break, it would, it would be such a breakthrough, but of course they could never publish anything like this, number one, because of their anti-supernatural worldview, but number two, because I'm certainly not a doctor or anything. But I do plan on making it as, as official as I can and trying to go through all the, the right avenues. But out of these, out of these 1300 surveys, we have demonstrated that the mainstream science has already demonstrated that, that there is a huge correlate to people that have what they call paranormal Belief, so that they've they've noticed that the people that are having the most severe sleep paralysis and the most obvious attacks by these things that that they themselves say, look, I'm being attacked by an evil entity. Uh, of all these 1300, I bet I bet it's probably 95 percent of atheists and everybody else, agnostics that have checked the box evil. Yeah. They regardless of where the worldview is, they know that whatever was in their room last night was checkbox evil. Yeah. But anyway, my point is is that that uh, that of all these people that had. For example, sleep paralysis on an extremely prevalent basis, you know every night every other night or whatever that the people that were in the small percentile let's say ten or so percent of the people that checked that were the same ten percent more or less that were extremely into the occult yeah. so we've we've demonstrated what you know that, that it's not just about poor paranormal belief a lot of people have paranormal beliefs that don't have sleep paralysis yeah. well, what the actual issue is is that the they are Actually participating in this, uh, in the practice of, of occultism. Something, by the way, that the Bible warns us about repeatedly, yes. saying, please don't do this. You know, it will, with the Bible's words, to defile you. Yes. And that de- defilement is, is, is something that God has warned us about and has given us a protection, uh, naturally against. Now, there are, just to be clear, there, there are people that have this from, uh, very early on And well, the survey also shows that I was going to say
0: uh, it, 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 Sometimes family members uh, You know, uh, maybe their father was a Freemason Or things like that Do you Are you finding that as well?
2: Yeah, that's the thing that The other paper specifically that I want to publish Is the one that demonstrates Because another thing that they have determined And the literature says That there is a quote-unquote genetic component And what they mean by that Is they haven't actually determined the genes Or anything like that They, they, they have noted that It is, you know, there are cases where a parent will have it and and somebody else will have it. But what we've demonstrated here with this thing is that of the people that have not checked – of of all the people that check either the box, I've had, you know, something to the effect of, yes, I've had this all my life. Or we have basically put it down to anybody over eight years old as a cutoff date because we just figured we could arbitrarily choose a, a date or an age. And we just figured eight years old was a good one, you know, because if this is if our theory is true here, then it requires some either, uh, uh, if you will, a sin of the person to do himself. And we just figured, okay, eight is somewhere a good cutoff. Where, where, anyway, the point is, is that if a person had checked that box, they will of the let's say maybe ten or so people, ten percent of the people, not ten. Uh, that check that box, they are overwhelmingly, we're talking 80%, 90% of the people, and I don't have the exact numbers yet because we are not done with the calculations and whatnot, Are those are the people that also check their parents or grandparents were either uh, in the occult or, as you mentioned, Freemasonry or something like that, or that they didn't know, that is, that they were adopted or, for whatever reason, they're unaware of their parents' activities. Yeah, It was such an obvious correlation. It's not something that you could... Fake in, in the survey with so many people that were experiencing sleep paralysis, and so it, that was, of course, the the hypothesis had been noted. People had noted that before, and one of the reasons is is because though a person can't by themselves give away their free will when they're they're, they're young, um, what can be done is that essentially this is how I at least understand it, and I'd be willing for correction, but this is just how I have processed the data over the years and talking to people that that that. Certain types of certainly uh, Freemasonry and different things like that, especially the occult types of Freemasonry and certain types of occultism, basically have rituals to give away the their children to whatever it is that they think that they're dealing with. Yeah. Of course, it's not always overt Satanism. In fact, in most cases, it's not, yeah. particularly Freemasonry and the, the fraternal organizations. They're, the rituals that they do are essentially a dedication, if you will, but they are something that is taken seriously, and they are giving away their children. This is also something that um, you know we see in the Bible too. There's yeah, what well, does
0: few. it not say to the second or third generation in the Bible? Yeah, there,
2: there are that. There's a lot of issues that um, with this that we've been warned about and, and things like that. So I think that this is one issue that doesn't uh, necessarily stop here with sleep paralysis, as you mentioned. It's the UFO abduction phenomenon. Um, here's a good quote from Lynn Cato. Uh, she was. Uh, she wrote this for the uh, for the uh, Air Force. Actually, this is her conclusion of her study in 1969 for the U- for the Air Force. A large part of the available UFO literature is linked with mysticism and the metaphysical. It deals with subjects like mental telepathy, automatic writing. Invisible entities as well as phenomena like poltergeists, ghost manifestations, and possession. Many of the UFO reports now being published in the popular press recount alleged incident, incidents that are strikingly similar to demonic possession and psychic phenomenon. Um, and this is another one from yeah. uh, Dr. Pierre Gourin. UFO behavior is more akin to magic than, than uh, physics as we know it. The modern UFO knots and the demons of the past are probably identical. And then here again from uh, John Keel Under his, uh, his book UFOs Operation Trojan Horse The UFO manifestations seem to be by and large Merely minor variations of the age-old demonological phenomenon To make a long story short Though most of these alien abduction experiences Are almost indistinguishable from high high, um, uh, ex- Extremely severe sleep paralysis episodes They're both frozen They're both manifesting the stuff And in those cases they're being tortured And the, the, the environment has changed and though the environment may seem to change and they're, in, they're on a ship and everything looks totally real, yeah. if the person will call out for help uh, to the Jesus of the Bible, the real Jesus, he will help them. They, they're, this, You know, the, the demons scream, the, everything dematerializes. It's kind of like they were in a holodeck of sorts. So what I would suggest is a lot of those things are uh, astral based on the, the testimonies of the people exactly. that have ended those things. Now, he will help the person that's experiencing this stuff uh, regardless of their are, are Christian, but to to end this permanently, one does have to actually become a follower of Christ yeah. and, and and you know be, lay down the rebellion against God and follow Christ. That that's that's the way out of this. The yes. Lord has given us in a, a, a Luke 10:19 a, a protection from these en- entities because He doesn't want us to be harmed by them, and He knows that it's a real threat. So He has given us that is every every true christian a a a defense against them that is absolutely uh um as powerful as as it was when jesus used it against the yep. demons in the bible they trembled when he would speak to them and they do today if you use his name and authority
0: yep that, that and that's the thing you know I, I, it's so crazy that that the name of christ if these things were really from you know mars yeah. or who knows where, it wouldn't matter, you know, so, and I, I also I saw a lecture, and it it talked about the, the A&E special, where the, the man and his wife, you know, had found that their daughter had been being abducted, and that they were been being abducted, you know, uh, and they used to play this special, you know, yearly, well, what they never, you know, did an update was that the, the wife actually found Christ, and was, you know, released from this stuff and the husband who had cancer ended up coming to christ before he died and uh, the whole family ended up being free from this stuff because of of giving their life to christ and calling on christ's name and and that's just phenomenal and it's weird that the you know they still i don't know about now but a couple years ago would still continue to play this you know and use these people um and not give an update you know Right. Um, you know, it's it's just you know ridiculous that this is news that should be out there for people that are suffering, and I think that that's what's so great about what you're doing. So, um, it, you know we're about a, a month away from December twenty first, twenty twelve. So I guess you know I, what would I what would I be if I didn't ask you about you know what what you thought um, as far as what's going on with December twenty first, twenty twelve.
2: Sure, yeah. I've done uh, quite a number of things on on 2012. I have a website called the 2012Deception.net and uh, a number of videos on the subject and did some presentations at conferences and so on. Uh, I would say this, that of all the things that I've ever researched about what was supposed to happen on 2012 and the reasons that they were supposed to happen, that's the key thing, that those things cannot happen for the reasons that they say that they are going to happen. Let me give you an example. Um, David Wilcox says, now there's two different variations on the so-called galactic alignment issue. I'll go with David Wilcox to prove a point. He says that the solar system is on a cycle in which it uh, passes through the, the middle of the galaxy. The galaxy is a big disk and our imagine our solar system, sun and planets going up and down, sort of on a variation of going up and down. He says that on December twenty first, two thousand twelve, it will be in that up and down cycle, right in the middle of the galaxy, and then it's gonna therefore as cause all this gravity and, you know, awesome stuff, turn us into enlightened beings, whatever it is that he that he I mean he says a number of things that are supposed to happen. And as we of course approach that light and go or that middle and go away from it, we're gonna become even more and more Uh, awesome. So the problem with that is that that thing won't happen in 2012 because it happened 3 million years ago and isn't going to happen again for another 30 million years. Now, we could talk all day about what would happen if hypothetically we were there 3 million years ago or in the next 30 million years, what would happen. We could talk about it. I don't think anything would happen. I don't think there's any evidence that it would happen. But it's moot. It's not going to happen for that reason. So if somebody says, you know, we're going to pass the galactic alignment in 2012, what's going to happen? You can say, no, we're not. And so if anything happens, whatever it is, it's not going to be because of the galactic alignment. Well, the other galactic, it. I mean, issue is similar, and we could go on and on, Planet X and everything else, and talk scientifically about it and say...
0: That's not going to happen. Well, wouldn't or you that say wouldn't that, that maybe it it's that you know that all these different theories are are all striking fear into people, you know, one way or the other. It's, even if it's subconsciously, it's it's putting fear into them. And well, you know, there's certain things that prey on that fear. And and maybe one of these agendas that we've been talking about, people, you know, maybe the the, the they really would like this to come to fruition. You know, maybe my trail come on the TV and and. and in december 2012 and 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 talk to people uh in their languages maybe a spaceship will come down from the sky you know who knows uh what what could happen but if something does happen people are really primed for it and and they're going to fall for the deception hook line and sinker and for me i I don't care what happens i i I really don't anymore The, the fear uh, that I used to have with researching some of this stuff, and even the anger that you'd feel towards some of the elites and some of the people that are are part of some of these uh conspiracies and and child sacrifice and on and on it goes you know um, the, the 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 anger that would build up sometimes you know and the fear uh is completely gone for for me now. You know, I have a freedom now in it that I I just don't care and and with what was going on recently uh with, with Israel and some of these things all coming, you know, for, for as a Christian it kind of, you know, it's it's kind of like whoa, right? But also, you know, I I always get remembered that Jesus said, you know, when the, you see these things rejoice, you know, because you know that that the time is near, right?
2: Right. You know, and I think the fear Freedom from fear thing is a big deal, and sometimes I got to check myself because I do, I do have no fear anymore of those, those kinds of things, or, or you know, no, no anxiety about you know all the terrible things and the collapses of the state and in economy and stuff like that. I got to remember, I, I do still need to be prudent. Uh, I have been so free from that fear, yes. but I think that that I think for me, I remember when I uh, kind of made that transition, and I was handing out DVDs all the time about all this different stuff and, and was, um, you know, trying to get the word out. And I didn't really stop trying to get the word out about all that stuff, but my burden became a little different because if any of this is true, just if it's true, then we that are all trying to, you know, get the word out about the New World Order and stuff like that, we're all striking at some the completely wrong thing. Yeah. It, it, you know, if, if ultimately what is manipulating the puppet is not I mean you keep going up the puppet ladder okay this puppet is controlled by this puppet and this puppet is controlled by this puppet eventually you get to off world beings
0: exactly
2: and and they have a completely separate agenda yeah. than we've ever
0: considered well, before Well this conspiracy is so dark and it goes so deep that I don't believe man is intelligent enough like I do not believe that some of these people that are involved there's no way that they can even know some of this stuff you know they're just a cog, you know they're just a, a part of a of a of a machine. They're they're a puppet on a string, and uh, they that this goes way beyond human intelligence. Is you know, um, it, it, well that's one of the
2: things I think that that we can we don't have to be like oh, these Christians they believe this stuff. I mean as a truther we should be have at least I mean but you know as to the non Christian out there listening yeah. that you can look at stuff like and this is a big thing for me finding the the connection between mind control and satanic ritual abuse was a huge thing for me, and the things like bohemian grove i mean it 's well known, but there 's other stuff like that um, and the the overt Satanism among the elites and their willingness to sacrifice children and things like that and the connection to the Bible that was one thing that always got me about the Bible is that these Old Testament kings and queens were sacrificing their children to Moloch, and that that didn 't make any sense I mean they, they were kings, they were smart people why are they give somebody else th- their kids? You know, why Why did the kings give their kids to Moloch? And it was, uh, it's just been going on for a long time. They're, they're, they're in a, the reason they're so manipulated by fear is because they're targets. People in authority have great authority yes. because they are, um, I mean, a lot of them anyway, but at the key points are in the know about the entities, whatever they believe that they are, and they are in complete fear. Um, and I'm talking about super, super high levels now, not just basic people in the government. We're talking about the very top tier before it gets
0: well, well, that's astral it. or it gets multidimensional. Before I used to think if someone would just, you know, bomb the Bilderberg or you know meetings or you know Bohemian Grove, where all these people are together, it wouldn't do anything. It, it really would not. They would all be replaced within a, a week, tops. You know, there's people. They're ready, willing, ready, willing, and waiting to take those positions, and 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 the devil just replaced them. He just puts right. someone else in that position and and, and continue. And, on. And
2: unless we get their agenda, then then nothing will make sense, and we're we're all fighting the wrong thing. And yes. I, I would tell you the agenda is uh, this world government that's being built is, is a is the building of the throne and the power structure of the Antichrist. Yeah. And that is the spiritual agenda behind it. These demons are doing that as that's their job. There's like an ar- army and they are manipulating the people that they need to in order to get that done. And all along the way they're, they're doing their thing because they hate us so much. And they are, of course there's, there's other motivations within that context. But, but what I'm trying to say is that if we don't, figure that part out and make that connection to these things like satanic ritual abuse and, 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 and personality disorder and all the different rituals and stuff that they're doing. They're doing it because there really are at the top levels worshiping Satan. And, and, and if you're worshiping Satan and you're in a, like the testimonies of these people that are saying that we get the agenda, the, the heads of state are getting the agenda from somewhere else. And my point in all, saying all that is that, is that if that's all true, the only thing that i've ever seen to make them mad and the same reason the people that are that are selling the very construct of the mindset that's necessary for the antichrist kingdom this this idea that we are going to go into a new age a new age and be evolved and this whole thing it's everywhere i mean it's in the term new age but it's also in the 2012 thing it's in the ancient aliens thing it's in the Um, everything that you could think of it's in every movie it's in everything that we're going to become a new age new person whatever that's an extremely important thing that we're being sold and most of the people out there they have they they they're buying it and they think that they thought of it themselves but if they plug this into the equation they would realize that there's a reason that you can trace all this stuff back to channeled material um... and its it's a really it's a really nefarious idea that will ultimately play out out in the biggest genocide ever
0: what happens to the people that don't ascend you know what happens then who, who you know is it spiritual ev- evolution right so therefore if we're going to take the premise of spiritual evolution that means that the people that don't evolve what happens to them well they die you know that's,
2: right and it, it's it's a it's going to be i think even you know jesus said that it, it's all about this future genocide it, everything that we're talking about in the new age has to do with genocide uh, the Bible predicts a genocide. Jesus says of it, they will think that they are doing the world, the God's service, yeah. when they kill you.
0: Well, and
2: that, and and we're we're coming in basically as you as you outline there. That's basically the idea that that if we're the new age is here and this new potential evolution, this carrot on the string. Hey, you know, we are aliens. You can be like us, or however it's done. Yeah. You can be like us. There's an evolution on the horizon. It's time the Mayans predicted, or however they say it. And they say, but see, we're going to get you out of this whole wars thing and everything else. But there's still some people out there that they're too dumb and they don't understand all this, you know, cool stuff. They're still stuck in the old age, the age of Pisces, right? They spent so many drops, so much ink has been spilled, desperately trying, illogically, I might add, to connect Jesus to the, the age of Pisces. And we could talk about the ways that they do that, and I've talked well, about that in several take it ways. Even it from another
0: angle, Chris is, uh, you know, with uh, w- with some of the radical Islam, you know, they they believe that they're killing f- for God in the name of God, that they're, you know, that that, that some of the, some of this violence and, and beheadings and things of this nature are are, are for God. And uh, yeah,
2: I agree. You know, I tend to I, I tend to take a. I tend to give them, unfortunately, uh, not very politically correct, but I give them a, a, a lot of benefit of the doubt uh, because the, I do, of course, we all know, I mean, they were radicalized by the U.S. military and everything else, uh, but certainly it's not a peaceful religion or anything. But my point is is that I think that they're a, a, a bigger pawn in this game that will be chewed up and spit out. They're, I believe that they're about to be used in a very dangerous and reckless way by the New World Order in which will ultimately make them, I hope, be one of the largest groups of people to ever convert to christ in the in the end time
0: and from what i hear man it's happening as we speak in droves um you know and and from personal testimony i you know man there's got to be a lot of people getting saved right now but um you know i found it strange too there's that that this monument at um at the the site of 911 like a big you know uh water thing like it's you know a hole in the ground you know with the, all the water goes into the pit and uh it was really strange someone made a comparison of that to like um you know the, the like in Mecca you know when they go around and around and it's like um it's it's um I forget what what they call it there's a, a an ancient a uh, place that looks like what they've they've made there at 9/11, and uh, it's just too strange, man. Too many things are, are you know. Like I said, the devil seems to have trying to cover all his bases and and is using everything he can, and that includes Christianity. Like there's so many things done in the name of Jesus that are completely counter to everything that he was about. Um, you know, that with this new world order, as you mentioned, with with you know. All the these countries that are falling right now, and and all these you know leaders being told to step down by President Obama and the rest of the world, right? You know, you you better step down, kind of thing. You know, um, it, it's it, it could be almost like a, a new style of crusades, which they use the name of Christ. They counterfeit, like you know, like with George Bush saying he's born again, you know, for, and 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 that whole thing. That's uh, that's. The devil using yeah. christianity to to fill right. his his plan just like yeah. he uses every other thing to 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 fulfill his plan
2: yeah it's a it's a standard false flag situation if yes. if if they really were blood drinking child sacrificing satan worshiping demon possessed people uh, would it be so crazy to think that they would um tried their best to make Christianity look like, look really bad. If, exactly. if it's true that the only real thing that they could really, if, if demonic power, for instance, was a really big part of their system and its power, which I'll say, Satan's power ultimately is achieved in, in, on Earth right now through demonic power. That is to say, he doesn't have like a mystical, magical power to, to do things. It's accomplished through real entities that are on a different dimension that can do things. And yeah. if that's how this is all, if his system is actually functioning by literal demonic power, and the only people that have any kind of hope in dealing with these incredibly smart, incredibly uh, powerful, uh, at least compared to us, beings are people that are genuine Christians, that, and, and of that those people that are genuine Christians, only a fraction have ever been taught for example in Luke 10, that they have complete authority. You know, rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather that your names are written in heaven. Behold, I give you authority over all snakes and scorpions, that nothing shall by any means harm you. That we have this authority. Most of us don't even know it. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, of course, if that's the agenda, just on a, on a war game scenario, you've got a weapon uh, in in demonic presence and power and its ability to affect uh, situations, not just possess people that but do stuff. And the only thing that can stop that is christians that 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 know that they actually can then you've already got a a good reason from a military perspective to 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 make that uh your basic false flag so it's it's a standard false flag with christian stuff you see on trinity broadcasting or all this stuff it makes me so sick to see that stuff because that's
0: the thing dude It, it it bothers me more actually when people use uh you know christianity to to do that than it does for the other stuff you know what i mean like like that the other stuff you know it it's okay kind of you, you 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 know but it really does bother you when you see people using you know things like that for political gain or monetary gain or things like that so but uh we're out of time chris i really want to thank you for coming on man it's been a great conversation um you know anybody out there listening go check out ancient aliens debunk the film it's uh, it's a great film and man keep doing keep doing the work you're doing brother i think that it's phenomenal and uh i look forward to having you on again
2: oh same here man thanks so much for having me on
0: no problem brother talk to you soon all right bye Bye. all right uh we got uh the next show is coming up here in about a couple minutes Uh, i want to thank everybody for tuning in i'll fade out here with a song called the greatest story ever told and uh Next weekend I won't be here. I'll be in Ottawa, so something will be on. Someone will either fill my space or else I'll bring in an old show. So thank you very much. Have a good night.
1: Lives is a story, and with each new person we meet, we become a part of their story, and they become a part of ours. The God who created the universe has somehow woven together these billions of stories into one story, which is the greatest story ever told. I check it. Let's go back in time, brethren. Divine lessons. Always keep your mind guessing. The glory of the triune gods, what I'm stressing. The origin of humankind was fine. Blessings were plenteous. God is amazingly generous. Crazy benefits in a state of innocence. God told the man what he could taste was limited. Not long after came a nemesis in Genesis. He scanned well. Man fell